1: to Ruda. Ruda's chance to get through Picks up the loose puck. it, 1-2. They score. Andre Pelletier. Hard work out in front. Two opportunities and pushes it over the goal line. And Tampa takes a 3-2 lead.
0: This is the Canes Corner podcast with host Adam Gold, part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now here's the host of the Canes Corner podcast, Adam Gold.
2: It's the Morning After Podcast. I am Adam Gold. Thank you very much for hanging out. Disappointing 4-2 loss by the Carolina Hurricanes to the Tampa Bay Lightning. And uh, they are uh, no longer perfect against the Lightning. But uh, I don't believe we're going to take anything grandiose away from this game. It was simply a loss to arguably at least one of the best teams in hockey. Carolina, by the way, also in that category. Sometimes... Great teams lose games. We don't have to lose our minds over everything. Uh, You can lose your mind over my friends at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If you love your home, if you care about the exterior of your home, you can improve it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Siding, roofing, windows, entry doors, gutter helmets, you name it. They got it for the exterior of your home, AluminumCompany.com. All right, pretty simple here. Tampa won the neutral zone and beat Carolina. This game, the game was won in the neutral zone. Saturday night, Carolina owned the neutral zone, controlled the game, beat Tampa Bay. Tonight, Tampa won the neutral zone, controlled the game, beat Carolina. Carolina was a little sloppy at times, and it cost them. Uh, well, clearly, on the last goal, it was a careless unnecessary turnover by Brady Shea that allowed the uh, the entry and the zone time, and then Shea kind of kicked the puck in past James Reimer uh, for the game winner. Uh, but I don't even know that that was really the problem for Carolina tonight, other than they just lost the battle in the neutral zone, and it was pretty much up and down the lineup. This was a desperate, angry Tampa team, which we all expected coming out tonight. Uh, They had not scored a goal against Carolina in six-plus periods, six regulation periods plus two-and-a-half minutes of overtime the first time these two teams met. So what did you expect? I expected this to be... A physical game, uh, it, just a little uh, inside baseball stuff. I almost texted to Alec Campbell, who's going to join us in a little bit, before the game, that I kind of expected a fight tonight because I figured that Tampa would play angry. Uh, but I, what we what we saw was Tampa was a little bit more physical than Carolina, but not noticeably so. Uh, I think Carolina answered back. There were a couple of questionable hits that were not called penalties, but all right, such, is, uh, such is life. Uh, ultimately, Tampa won the neutral zone. They were quick at a pucks, and that's that. And we don't have to go uh, bananas over a loss. It's not a bad sign. It's not a humbling experience. Everybody likes to make these things. Uh, you gotta play sixty minutes. Well, what was Tampa's problem on Saturday? Should they have also played sixty minutes or they were they were they just beaten by a better team? Carolina got off to a slow start, no question about it. Um, but they led after one one nothing. So they played better in the second period. I still think Tampa controlled the game in the second period. Carolina's best period was the third period. They lost the game. Maybe they should have continued to suck because when they were sucking, they were winning 1-0. It's just a loss. To a great team. Same as Saturday was a Tampa loss to a great team. Doesn't have to be any more, uh, you know, poignant than that. James Reimer, I thought was very good tonight. Uh, We can fault him on the Stamkos goal if you want. He was there, and it went between the arm and the body. He just didn't get his arm tight to his body. Uh, In a way, similar to the Patrick Kane goal that he allowed on uh, Friday night. Where Kane did the spin around a backhand shot that went far post, just inside the far post, because Reimer was actually in position, but kind of flinched his arm out and it beat him in between his uh, blocker arm and his body. Uh, but I thought Reimer was very good. If it was not for James Reimer's James Reimer's play, uh, too many S's there for me. W- were it not for his play in the first period, Tampa could have been up three to one, four to one. Don't know. Uh, but I thought Reimer was very good for the most part. Jesper Faust, uh, look, do I think it was his best game as a Carolina Hurricane? No, I don't. But he scored two goals. Uh, and sometimes we get carried away. But I thought Jesper Fast was one of, uh, one of the Hurricanes who did play a good game tonight. Uh, he did get two goals. They were obviously both big. The first one came just after the power play expired in the first period state Carolina to a lead, uh, and the second goal, which I will say is probably the more important goal, came on the power play late in the second period and restored Carolina some momentum after giving up two goals by Tampa Bay. So uh, I thought Jesper Foss played very well, but I'm not sure that I think if you were, from a player standpoint, I'm not sure that the overriding story in this game is, is not the continued ascension of Jake Bean. Um, Again, Bean is an offensive defenseman. Much like we don't look to Dougie Hamilton to play great defense. By the way, he should play great defense because that's his job. Bean will get to that point. He'll be better defensively. Uh, But right now, Jake Bean is showing elite, advanced offensive hockey. And I thought he was dynamite tonight with the puck. Uh, I think he had seven shots on goal. I want to get that, uh, get that correctly. Uh, Jake Bean had, yes, seven shots on goal for the night. I thought Bean just did so many good things moving the puck. And I think you see him on the ice in critical situations. Late uh, in the offensive zone, it's Bean and Pesci. This is before the empty net. Bean and Pesci. On an off an offensive zone faceoff together, uh, and then you saw them also a little bit later on with a uh, with the with the extra attacker on after Reimer was pulled. Uh, it's Bean and Pesci the first duo out. Now Slavin and Hamilton came on the ice a little bit later on in that sequence, but it was Bean and Pesci getting the first crack. And I thought uh, really both of those players were great tonight. I thought Pesci was good. I thought Slavin was good. I thought Bean was good. Uh, There were a number of players. Obviously, Foss was good. Uh, The fourth line was excellent tonight. Uh, I think we need to get more out of Andrei Svechnikov. Uh, He has now gone nine straight games without beating a goaltender. Uh, He got the empty netter, which uh, ended the goal-scoring drought at seven. Uh, But it's now nine games that Svechnikov has not put one past a goaltender. So that has to be rectified. Uh, You've got – so Svech needs to get his – Game back, I actually didn't think he was very good until late in the third period. Uh, I know uh, Ajo was not the way he was the last two games, but I didn't think Ajo was bad uh, at all. Uh, but they need more out of uh, out of Svachnikov. Uh Here's the irony about tonight before we get into the recap, and then we'll talk to Alec Campbell on the other side. Carolina's best period was the third period, and it is unquestionable that that is true. Best period, third period. Only period they didn't score. (laughs) Hockey is a weird game. Uh, The puck is flat. It doesn't always bounce correctly. It doesn't always bounce. But Carolina's best period was the third period, the only period they didn't score a goal. Uh, they were horrible in the first period, got out of there with a 1-0 lead. They were better in the second period. I think most of what Carolina was, where they were good, was later in the second period. Uh, but they're you know, tied 2-2 after the late goal. And then the mistake, middle of the third period, leads to the eventual game winner by uh, Andre Palat. Uh, final score ultimately was 4-2. Again, no big deal. You lose a game to an elite team, it's going to happen. Florida, by the way, beat Dallas 3-1, so the Hurricanes are no longer in first place. Tampa pulls two games, two points closer to the Hurricanes, uh, although Tampa still has a game in hand. So theoretically, one more game on Wednesday could even these uh, two teams up through 18 games. But Florida now back in, on top of the division. They beat Dallas by the score of 3-1. to one. All right, let's get to the recap. Uh, and if you uh, tuned in at the beginning of this one, for the, for most of the first period, you heard this a lot.
1: Pops out right in front. Reimer with another big save early. They scramble in front. Reimer's got to go to four posts, and somehow that stays out. Haynes looked to clear. Can't. Kept in at the blue line. Point dancing in. Gets in on Reimer with a shot. Ryman with another save. is the point chance. Bounced above him. From the point, of shot right on. It's checked.
2: Just hope that he gets up without any uh, pain and suffering because James Reimer had to lean on every bit of his focus flexibility to make this tremendous save. That was all in the first period before Carolina, uh, I believe, woke up. You know, you have those days where you keep keep hitting snooze, keep hitting snooze, keep hitting snooze, keep hitting snooze. I think that was Carolina today in the first period. I think they just kept hitting snooze uh, and then hoping that they would eventually get up and start their day. Uh, As it turned out, they finally got a power play. Not finally, they got a power play uh, chance. Uh, And then just after the power play expired, it was Jesper Fost starting things off. She charges in, gets it
1: down low. Work by Yesler Foss
2: sends it to the point where
1: Bean has it. Bean sends it to the open wing. Natchez, he shot right out the score! Yes, for Foss with his first for the Carolina Hurricanes. And Carolina goes up. One-nothing over Tampa.
2: Bean and Natchez with the assist. 13-27. Carolina with a 1-0 lead. Let's just be—I mean—fortunate, lucky to be ahead one nothing. It could have honestly, it could have been three uh, nothing in the first seven minutes. That's how many chances it looked like Tampa had, and how many times James Reimer uh, had to uh, stretch out, dive here, uh, fall over here. It was just uh, bananas how on top of Carolina Tampa was. But when you embarrass. The Stanley Cup champions for nothing on Saturday. This is what we should have all expected. The Hurricanes expected it. Rod Brindamore said it after the game. They expected Tampa to come out like that, uh, and it still happened. Okay, moving on. And we do that to the second period. You know, for years, Alexander Ovechkin lived on the left faceoff circle on the power play. It's the Ovechkin spot, right? Well, I believe Stephen Stamkos has a locker there.
1: The Hedman shot. He gets you to Reimer. Reimer bodies it to the corner, but Maroon will handle it. Now Hedman at the blue line across the Stamkos. He fires at schoolers on the power play.
2: One-timer. Uh, that's one James Reimer probably does want another crack at uh, because he was there as good a shot as it was. Uh, Reimer got to the spot. He just didn't uh, close the... I don't. What what number hole is that? Uh, the uh, the armpit hole. Blocker armpit. He didn't close the blocker armpit hole, and it's 1-1. Five minutes later, Victor Hedman drifted below the same dot that Samkos scored from, uh, and just an absolute beauty wrister inside the uh, upper left corner. Uh, I think it might have hit both the post and the crossbar. Uh, as it beats Reimer, and it's 2-1 at 7-12 of the second period. Then in the last minute of the second, Brett Pesci put one on net, and Jesper Faust was there to clean it up.
1: Carolina Hurricanes chokechip. He's off for Faust. Faust back to Hamilton. Across the ice. Shot put on by Pesci. Faust with the second, on the power play scores! Jesper Faust jumps into the play. His second
2: Another late-period goal for Carolina. I have to go back and do this research, but uh, I believe that's like eight times, nine times in the last, say, seven games where Carolina has scored late, sometimes twice, late in a period to either tie the game or give themselves the lead. Just absolutely remarkable. Uh, Good teams do that. Great teams do that. Carolina's a great team. Uh, there is th- no shame in any of what happened tonight. Uh, so at nineteen fifteen, it's two two. Uh, and then, honestly, uh, the only—I mean, they're, not the only, but the most glaring mistake they made in the entire game was when Brady Shea uh, had the puck and made a care- careless, useless pass into the neutral zone. It was a turnover, and once Tampa brought it into the zone, it was never coming out.
1: Point. Throw throws to Ruda. Ruda's chance to get through. But Pelat picks up the loose puck. Yeah, One, two, they score. Andre Pelat, hard work out in front. Two opportunities and pushes it over the goal line. And Tampa takes a three-two lead.
2: Not only did Shea commit the turnover, but Shea actually kicked it past Reimer for the goal. Uh, but he doesn't get either an assist or a goal on that play. Uh, so at eight four, that was it. The uh the the last goal that Tampa would need, Alex Calorn iced it into the empty net, and your final score is 4-2. So Carolina falls uh, to the Lightning. Uh, they are now 2-1-0 uh, and on the season series with Tampa. From a Tampa standpoint, they are 1-1-1 because one of those games was an overtime game. Uh, and this series, if you will, because it, it's not a playoff series, but it looks like one, this series will shift back to Tampa for games three and four Wednesday and Thursday. I said this before. I think this is one of the really cool elements of this pandemic season is that we get these types of series. Now, usually you just play a team twice. but because of the uh, you know, makeup games and having to kind of move things around, what we had here, were four games in a row in a span of six days against the same team, and I think it's just awesome. And I keep bringing this up. St. Louis and Arizona just got finished playing each other seven straight times. Blues won the first game. Blues won the first game, Arizona won the next three, the Blues won the next two, and Arizona won the series in seven games, won nothing in overtime. What's more exciting than uh, non-playoff hockey that looks like playoff hockey? All right, so we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with Alec Campbell on the other side. Uh, this is the Kane's Corner Podcast. We invite you to subscribe to it, rate it, give us a review if you will, let us know what you like. Uh, and if you are a subscriber, then you will get episode two of my special uh, Kane's Corner podcast, David Ayers Game Remembrance Look Back. I don't even know what I'm calling it now because uh, I'm just rambling at this point. Uh, but we have a three-episode series of uh, on the David Ayers game back one year ago tonight, meaning February 22nd. And if you are a subscriber, you'll get it a couple of hours before midnight tomorrow night, Tuesday night. We'll take a short break. We'll come back. Alec Campbell on the other side on the Canes Corner Podcast. Alec Campbell, my friend, Stormwatch, Aftermath, Intermission, Host Hurricanes Radio Network and my friend Monday through Friday noon to three. You're actually my friend after Monday through Friday noon to three, uh, but we do we do work together uh, all during the week. We see each other more than we see our wives, I think. Uh, so let's uh, let's get right to this. Uh, it doesn't have to be uh, any more complicated than hey, Tampa's great and they beat they beat Carolina tonight.
0: Yeah, I I told Tripp just a little bit ago, Like, I don't really have any real lasting thoughts about this game because nothing that happened in it really changes the way that I feel about anything. It doesn't negate what happened the other night or the last couple of games for me. It doesn't mean anything going forwards for me. Um, I didn't think they were good in the first period, but they came away with a lead. Yeah, And then I thought they were a little better in the second period. And they went down and then came back tied. So I mean, they had their chance to win the hockey game tonight, if you know, if they could have gotten something to go in the third period, which I thought was their best period. <laughs> but I, I I just don't like I don't really have a ton to say right <laughs> about the game, to be honest with you, just because it doesn't have any impact on really anything to me.
2: yeah, there's, we're not I'm not complaining about anything. Here's the thing. And I just found this to be funny. Uh, their worst period by a mile was the first and they ended up leading one, nothing. They were better, but I still thought Tampa was the better team in the second. Uh, and it's two, two, uh, and their best period was the third and that's where they lost hockey.
0: And they could, and I mean, you know, had a couple of things gone right for them, they could have won that game. Sure. Um, so I just, I just don't, I mean, I don't, I don't like, I, I, I actually thought like, you know, they were, they, it was a good fight. They were competitive as everyone has said. Now you had to expect Tampa to to, right. to come out with some kind of an effort. I'm sure they weren't real thrilled about having been shut out by Carolina the first two times they've played so uh-huh. far this year. So I fully expected that from them and You know, I mean, it just it it didn't go their way. And actually, I felt like it's more of a probably a testament to the team that, that Carolina is that they were still competitive in the game and did have a chance to win. So, you know, it doesn't change anything as of now. You know, if things snowball at any point or, you know, they go on a big time losing streak, then I think we can start looking into things a little bit more. But in a one off, you know, one loss. I mean, the Canes are 12 and one at this point through the season. So I'm just not, you know, I'm not moved
2: yeah, really the by truth this is, game. Is that other than Tampa just jumped on him early, I didn't think Carolina wasn't bad tonight. Tampa was no, just no. there. And you know, here's the yeah. here's the in in the in the big picture of where we how we view this Carolina Hurricanes team. I think John Cooper told you a lot tonight about how he views Carolina, because he put his lineup in a blender tonight. They mm-hmm. separated. They separated some of their better players. Um, you know, we talked about how um, the uh, Andre Palat, Stephen Stamkos, Braden Point line was separated. Uh, or t- together they were controlled uh, by the Aho, Svechnikov, and McGin line uh, the, on the game in the game on Saturday night. Well, Cooper broke it up. He basically he had uh, Stamkos going up against Stahl uh, in the uh, for the game. And point was they they put what uh, Coleman they put Blake Coleman on that uh, on that line uh, with Palat and Point. So they just kind of changed it up. So they mixed their lines up, and I think that Tampa uh, decided that they needed to adjust to what Carolina was doing, and now we'll go down to Tampa. We'll see if Rod Brindamore wants to change anything up in terms of his line combinations. Uh, I think the only growing concern for me is that it's now nine games that Andre Svechnikov has gone without beating a goaltender. Uh, So, I mean, if I'm taking anything away, that's not about this game tonight. That's just about... Uh, I never thought we'd see a point where Andrei Svechnikov would, would go nine goals without being a goaltender.
0: Yeah, I, I hadn't even realized that, but you know, part, partially because he is—he's getting assists; he's he's contributing along the way, at least a little bit. Um, but yeah, I guess that's a little bit concerning. I am curious to see if uh, you know who draws in on the third pair on on Wednesday I, I think it should be Jake Gardner and, and Jake Bean to be honest with you I don't uh, I don't you know feel that strongly about Hayden flurry playing again I mean at this point you've gotten Hayden flurry a couple of games he hasn't been that impactful no Jake Bean continues to be impactful I don't think Hayden's been necessarily terrible no. but I want to see the more formidable scoring Duo in the game together at this point. So,
2: so do you mean like that you want that. to see Brett uh, Brett Pesci and Jake Bean uh, be paired together on a second uh, a second defensive pairing? Is that what you're saying?
0: No, I'm saying I'd be <laughs> cool with Jake Gardner and Jake Bean being paired together. Uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was,
2: I was just making a joke. But we actually did see a little bit of elevated time for Bean um, in key situations. Uh, a time where you might see Jacob Slavin out there with Brett Pesci. We saw Jake Bean out there uh, on an offensive zone faceoff, off uh, paired with Pesci. This is before there was uh, extra uh, an extra attacker needed. So uh, Rod has recognized that Bean delivers. Also, the, um, the first part of that sequence with the empty net, it was Bean and Pesci. It wasn't Hamilton and Slavin. I found that to be very, very fascinating, uh, because Rod's not Rod generally goes with, you know, the guys he trusts the most, and offensively, that's generally Dougie Hamilton and Slavin. He always he always trusts, but I just found it was wild that wow, look at that, we got Jake Bean and uh, Brett Pesci out there, uh, and they were their two best offensive defensemen tonight.
0: Yeah, I like Brett Pesci a lot. They both got stars for me. Uh, I, I'd, so I,
2: I I don't do stars when they lose, but I was prepared. Yeah,
0: I know you don't. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I'd be cool with uh, with Brett and Jake being playing together too. That'd be fine with me.
2: So what, what were you, what were your three stars? I have a couple of other things I want to get to, but what were your three stars tonight? Uh,
0: I had um, Pesci. Right, was my third star. I think. Bean was my second star, and Fost was my first star.
2: Right. Well, we have two of the three uh, identical. I also had Bean and Faust. This is now two games in a row with me not giving Pesci a star. I hope he's not mad. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Uh, I just think that he has, such a, he has such a bar to get over to impress yeah. me now. So uh, I, had, I gave J- one, James Reimer my, uh, my third star. Oh, interesting! I thought Reimer. I mean, we can fault him on the Stamkos goal. I'm not. I wouldn't argue that he was there. He should have had it, right? Uh, yeah. But I mean, James made so many good saves in the first period. That game could have been over at the ten minute mark. Yeah. Arc.
0: Well, that's true. That's
2: true. So I just I'm, I'm not going I I can't unsee that. Uh, at the beginning of this podcast, I played a montage of like four incredible James Reimer saves or sequences. Uh, that all happened in the first ten minutes when it was zero zero. Uh, literally, I, I I sent you a text at about the ten minute mark. How is this game not three nothing?
0: Yeah. So. Right. Reimer and luck.
2: That's yeah, exactly. It. That was your answer, uh, and and yeah. those were both, I think, uh, correct. If there can be two correct answers, I also I, I mentioned this also at the beginning of the podcast. I was going to text text you this before the game, and it I would have been wrong. But I kind of sensed that this was going to be a, uh, more of a physical game from Tampa tonight. I kind of thought we would get a Cedric Paquette fight.
0: Hmm. Interesting. That's Fighting going to happen his in old Tampa, by the way. Yeah,
2: that's going to happen in Tampa, by the way. You think so? Yeah. I think is going to play, uh, going to come out and, and be the same type of team Tampa was tonight. I think they're going to be a little bit more physical.
0: I do. Yeah, I mean, I hope I hope you're right. I mean, it's it's set up now at this point for you know Carolina got beat and you know set set them back a little bit. Realized that they didn't play their best game, and so now they're they're primed to uh, for a rebound.
2: So, what'd you think of the fourth line tonight?
0: Um, I thought they were okay. I didn't think they were. I thought they were the best line probably through a couple of periods. Yeah.
2: They didn't play much in the third
0: period. Um, but yeah, I mean, I liked them. I liked them. I, I didn't, there wasn't really one group that I loved necessarily.
2: Well, no, they didn't, they didn't have any lines that really stood out to me. Uh, the Trocheck line had a bunch of chances in the, uh, in the third period, just didn't cash in any of them, obviously. Um, and I thought that the Aho, Svechnikov, McGinn trio uh, finally did start in uh, you know Wait. making themselves noticeable in the last ten minutes of the game. And I'm not even yeah. saying it was too late because I don't think it was too late. It was only a one goal game at that point. Uh, but that was the first time that offensively they were really noticeable, and they were on the ice for the last goal. I, you know, to me, uh, the the goal is just kind of a freak goal. It goes off Shea's skate. But the entire sequence, I didn't know what Brady Shea was doing, just kind of tossing the puck out to center ice. And, you know, Tampa just took the puck and brought it into the zone and never left. Uh, And they had chances to get it out, but I think they were a little bit tired maybe, but I don't know. It's just a, uh, just, it was an unnecessary turnover for me. Um, Carolina didn't do a ton of that tonight after the first period. First period, there were a bunch of giveaways. But after that, there weren't a ton of them. But that one really cost them. Uh, I didn't think Shea was all that great tonight defensively.
0: No, I didn't think he was. I mean, uh, obviously the end of the game kind of magnifies it a little bit. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I just, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm so, like, unmoved by most of the game. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, it, it just, no one was really great. It took, it took the Ajo line, you know, 50 minutes to get going. Yeah. Um, there, were, there were parts of the game that I liked. There were parts of certain people's game that I liked. Again, like I liked Jake Bean's game tonight. Um, he had seven shots on goal. Yeah. Uh, but there, there just wasn't, like, anything real outstanding, negatively or positively, besides maybe James Reimer standing on his head for a period that uh that that changes anything about the season
2: oh no, no there are no game changers uh about this season um or about f- from this game it, it was it was simply a game that they lost, and that's yeah. okay that's all right they they were never going to go like forty three uh and whatever it was that was never going to happen. Uh, so good for uh good for Tampa Tampa played great and uh, I look forward to Wednesday and Thursday with the back to backs uh and we can well the, the sad part is that we'll only have three more games with Tampa after Thursday.
0: See is that sad or is that good? Like I can't tell. I mean I guess it depends on how it They're all They're fun ends up. games.
2: They're good games. We've uh yeah. I mean, Carolina dominated the second game in the series but the first game was scoreless until overtime. Uh this game was Deadlocked like, into the third.
0: I don't know when the final three games are. Do you know? No, I, mean, I could look it up. I mean, I would I would prefer to just get them over with because that would make me feel like everything else is downhill from here. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, And I'm not, I mean, that's not, that's not, you know, I'm not trying to.
2: All right. Necessarily March, s- March 27th here in Raleigh. Yeah. And then April nineteenth and twentieth in Tampa. Uh, that is the start of a six game road swing: two in Tampa, two in Florida, two in Dallas.
0: Yeah, that could be. Fun. So, I mean, those are those. I mean, and even, I mean, the regular season goes for a whole another month after that. But I guess it's they. You know, we're not really getting them out of the way early. No, but, um, but uh,
2: like, God, I'd like to play like, Tampa I'll, more.
0: No, yeah, I mean, I, I understand where they're you're coming from. They're fun games. From. But, like, if you came away with, you know, 10 points out of 16, then that'd be pretty good. be awesome. Be, yeah.
2: It'd be awesome. I mean, they've got they've got four four points out of three games.
0: I'll take it. Take it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to slight, like, Florida, and I think Florida looks like they're going to be a Florida's pretty Florida's back good in team. first place. You know, Chicago tonight. has surprised. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it, I'm not sure it gets that much easier, but it just feels like if you knock out the games with Tampa. Then, um, you know, it's good to not have to worry about them anymore.
2: Yeah. And, and I still think Dallas is very good. So, I mean, Carolina's is yes, 4-0 against uh, the Stars so far this year. Uh, they've had COVID issues, obviously, but uh, I still think Dallas is good. Um, and, look, I... I I just think that the games are fun. Carolina versus Tampa is a fun series. I think that uh, the Lightning have a ton of respect for how good Carolina is, uh, and Rod keeps calling them the best team in the league. And until somebody proves otherwise, hard to argue. Uh, They have probably the best goaltender. You you look around the NHL about you know to uh, to teams that are uh, struggling with goaltending, and it's basically everyone not Tampa, (laughs) not Tampa coming into the, uh, the, these two games, Tampa was, I believe third in the NHL in goals allowed. They're awesome. They're awesome defensively. So Carolina got two. That's basically the average.
0: Yeah, They're a good team. (laughs) They're good all over the place. Carolina's, uh, a better scoring team than they are, at least coming into the night. I don't we'll see how that changes.
2: It probably but, didn't um, change much. Well, four 2. four 2, but still it's, it's uh, it's negligible. Uh, but look, I, I, I just like the matchup. I think they're fun games. So uh, give me more of these games. Cause I'm not worried about Carolina, not winning their share. I uh, Carolina will win their share of those games. Uh, right. Because Carolina is good. So I'm not, you know, you know, looking at it from a fan's perspective. Uh, let's have fun. Watch a game, win a game. But Carolina could have won tonight uh, for the same price, even though they were not necessarily the better team. Uh, but uh, and that's okay. Uh, so, uh, with that said, is there anything? Do you have any other parting words before uh, before I send you into uh, a margarita coma on National Margarita? Yeah,
0: no, no, no margarita comas for me. Uh, just dish coma. I got dishes to do as usual. <laughs> and um,
2: well, normally no. you're doing them during the podcast. Why did you not do them during the podcast?
0: Eh, was, you know, I do not want to make too much racket. It doesn't matter. Uh, it depends depends on what kind of dishes I got going on. Um, no, I no 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 parting shots. Um, you know, go get them again on Wednesday. There you go. I mean, up, I mean, boy. It's, yeah, they'll, they'll they'll lace them up again, and we'll probably forget about this game in the end. And uh, see you in the playoffs.
2: Exactly. Again, we don't have to. Uh, we don't. We don't have to draw any grand conclusions. Carolina lost the hockey game four two. Tampa was the better team. Maybe Carolina will be the better team on Wednesday in Tampa. The series shifts to Tampa four games Wednesday and Thursday. That wraps it up for us. The Canes Corner Podcast is brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. Uh, Talk to Sammy Hanna and his crew. The best customer service in the business at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Uh, Canes lose 4-2. Quick reminder, coming up later today, if you're listening to this on Tuesday Uh, If you are a subscriber, you'll get a sneak preview of episode two of the David Ayers podcast. We look back uh, one year ago. Monday was uh, uh, the day that David Ayers shocked the hockey world and uh, episode two drops and episode two deals with the game itself. Uh, with airs coming in and what happened in the second period and the third period. Uh, and then the third episode is what everything that happened afterwards. Uh, and they're both fun. So uh, check it out. The Canes Corner Podcast, a special David Ayers podcast series. Uh, part two of a three-episode series will drop Tuesday evening if you are a subscriber. Uh, until then, uh, I thank you very much for hanging out. It's the Canes Corner Podcast. I'm Adam Gold. Good night. You've been
0: listening to the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold. Don't forget there are many ways you can listen to this podcast, including streaming at WRALsportsfan.com, the WRAL Sports Fan app. And you can also subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, and TuneIn. Thanks again for listening to the Canes Corner Podcast.
1: More great news for carry commuters. With the new Go Carry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map app feature stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access making your daily commute a breeze plus with the gocarry app you can easily connect to gocarry.org for even more resources and information best of all the gocarry app is absolutely free to download on the apple and google play stores gocarry where getting there is just a tap away